rinse a lot of time. It is, I want to say Tuesday, August 16th. I'm not positive. I think it's Tuesday. Tuesday, August 16th. This is your daily financial news. Lots of stuff going on in the world. Some housing, economic data, earnings reports we have to talk about. Tomorrow is a big day, retail sales. So let's get into it. Uh, first and foremost, Walmart. <clears throat> Walmart, if you recall, actually reduced their earnings, I believe, twice in the last 90 days. Uh, as expected, they went ahead and beat. Walmart is a well-run organization, and let's just say there was no chance they were going to come in under expectations. Uh, one thing of note in the Walmart report, we talked about this. This was something we talked about over the weekend. Is Walmart getting more middle-class and rich patrons, customers, versus losing folks to the dollar store? Folks, inflation is bad. People are trading down. We are hearing this more and more. Walmart actually called out something that you and I talked about. Middle and high income customers are increasingly going to Walmart. They are trading down. I don't know. Is that, is that uh, Macy's to Walmart? Is that, I don't know what it is, but people are trading down. And that is something to note. Uh, also, Walmart kept their um, second half expectations. They did not lower them fuller, uh, further. Excuse me. Home Depot, beat top, beat bottom. Home Depot is interesting, right? It kind of sits at the cusp of real estate. On one end, I think you and I would all agree that flipping is going to be in a tough spot, as it should. However, if I am right, or if we are right, and housing transactions crash, and people stay in their homes longer, does that in a weird way actually help Home Depot? Something to think about, right? Not sure if it helps them in the short term, but again, they beat top, beat bottom. Very interesting stuff going on. ZipRecruiter, lowered revenue guidance. Um, again, this is uh, the industry. We are starting to see more and more companies lower expectations, and ZipRecruiter was just the latest. Over the weekend, we talked about three housing or economic numbers to watch. We talked about all three of them on this channel coming in worse than expected. So far, folks, we are two for two. Yesterday, uh, new home builder sentiment, down. It is what we called, and again, we called down below expectations. Today, housing starts. Expectation was down 2.5%. You and I laughed at that. Actually down 9.6%. Yes, almost a 400% beat on expectations. If you break out single family only, down 10.1%. Folks, this is what we told you was coming. Builders are far better at managing their business and managing cash flow. If they can't sell their homes or they have to sell them at a discount, what would you do? Well, folks, you would stop building. Just like the National Association of Home Builders declared yesterday, something we declared about a month ago, that housing is going to lead to a second half recession. Folks, home building is a big part. Remember, housing in collection is 15% of GDP. And if you're going down 10%, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big deal. 
Bank of America investors think that peak inflation is over. I again think, and I've talked about with Dan and Taylor, two stock market guys on this channel, one on Sunday, one on Monday. They both believe peak inflation is in. Macroeconomist guy like me, I'm like, ooh, don't know. That, those winter months look bad. We will see what happens. But again, I've got zero dollars in the stock market. That is their expertise. So I'm learning uh, just like all of you. Compass, we talked about Compass over the weekend as an earnings to watch. And uh, basically, they had nothing good to say. Compass admitted they are going to have to take a uh, scalpel to costs because of the difficult housing market. If you don't know who Compass is, they're essentially a real estate brokerage that's publicly traded. And if housing transactions crash like I expect, they are going to be in a bad spot, especially if their overhead is built for the last two years because there is no chance we go back to the last two years. Uh, Authentic Brands is adding another uh, brand to its portfolio. They're buying Ted Baker for $254 million, British clothing. Uh, actually have a couple of his men's shirts. They're kind of nice. Uh, five least affordable markets. Affordability is a big deal. But I wanna, we, want, we should talk about these and then ask some questions. Um, number one, Miami. Miami is the least affordable. Uh, median income is only 44 grand. I'm just going to round to the nearest thousand so we don't go into deep, too much. 44,000 in income. Miami's median home price, 610 grand. Yeah, that's, that's hard. Not to be, or actually that's number one. LA is number two, 69,000. Median price, 975. New York, 68,000. Median income, 925. Median price. Newark, New Jersey, 38,000. 385,000 median. And then Halea, Florida. I probably mispronounced that, but I took a shot. $40,000 and the median price is four sixty-five. dollars I think we need to realize, especially with Miami, for example, we have seen, this is like for Miami, Austin, um, any other city who, who is getting employers, right? Austin is getting a bunch of you know, Tesla and Oracle and all these other uh, folks. We need to realize that these median incomes are likely going to go up, but they are a lagging indicator, right? The fact that Miami's median income is only 44 grand, I don't think it's 44 grand in a year or two. When you start bringing in tech jobs, and if you look, San Francisco was on the list. It was just much farther down. The median income in San Francisco is 126 grand or three times Florida or three times Miami, excuse me. So again, we have to watch, and there's a lot of people talking about unaffordability, but not realizing there's been a lot of migration of jobs and wealth to new cities. So do yourself a favor, look at the broader picture. Apple in the news again, at least in my feed, Apple is telling their employees to come back to the office three days a week starting in September. Uh, they have tried this before, as I recall, and uh, didn't work out so well. So let's see if Apple is successful in bringing employees back. I do think we are going to eventually have a come to Jesus meeting where the tug and pull of uh, employer employee 
we're going to see where that happens. Because again, you're seeing some cities like San Francisco simply die. Die because office buildings are not coming back. Andreessen Horowitz has decided to invest $350 million in WeWork's founder, Adam, I'm going to say Numis. Anyways, the guy that founded WeWork, the guy that wanted $6 million for the trademark We, yes, that selfish son of a gun, the guy who blew up WeWork, just got $350 million from Andreessen Horowitz. He is coming after residential real estate. That ought to be interesting. I tried to look up what he's doing. His company is going to be called Flow, F-L-O-W. <coughs> it did get a million or a billion dollar valuation, but it is unclear uh, what they are going to do. Um, if you found any articles on Flow, send them over. I'd love to read it. It was unclear. It did say he's focused on 3,000 units in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Nashville. Uh, there was something that I brought up in my speech yesterday. I, did a, I gave you a version of my speech yesterday. I want to put here on the daily financial news. One of the stories, one of the speakers talked about an analogy that hit home with me that I hope you appreciate. In NASCAR racing or in Indy racing, do you know how to get a 15-car lead? <coughs> Excuse me. The answer, add rain. I want you to think about that a minute, right? In perfect weather, the race is very close. Everybody, all the cars are the same, right? So the race is very tight. You add a little moisture. You add a level of risk. You add slickness. And you can get a 15-car lead. I want you to think about that in regards to what you and I just left. Greg Dickerson on Monday always says, good times never last, bad times never last. Well, folks, there is rain on the economy. I've been telling you, do the work. Get a buy box. You do you, and you find great deals. Folks, it is raining. This is not the time to sit down. This is the time to do the work. Do you want a 15-car race, or do you want to wait? Do you want to wait for good weather? Your call. I am going to do the work. I am going to look for specific sellers. I am going to know what a great deal is, and I will buy every great deal. I'm not going to buy average. I'm not going to buy good. I'm going to buy great. But you can't find great unless you do the work. Now, as expected, as expected, yesterday I talked about year-on-year, month-on-month, and day-on-day metrics. As expected, a lot of you were not very, didn't hear me on month on month. I believe all three metrics are interesting. I think month on month is the least interesting. Go look up the numbers. Month on month goes down every year. There is a selling season where most of the big homes get sold. It pulls the number up. When that season is over, it comes down. There's another bump in December to January. Folks, don't get it twisted. Month-on-month sales decline every year. It declined this year from December to January. It declined last year from June to September. All of these numbers are out there. 
year on year, as somebody who looks at the big picture, as someone who knows that real estate is owned for years, not minutes, days, or months, year on year is interesting. If you bought last year, you're up. You bought the year before, you're up. These are interesting. But don't get it twisted. For you and for me, the most important number is day on day. I do not care what goes on a month on month in Fresno. I do not care what goes on year on year in Fresno. I care what goes on in my buy boxes. That's what I care about. My buy box is what I care about. And again, focus, daily discipline, rule one, rule two. Why fight month on month, year on year? It's noise. Do the work. Do the work. Find your great deal. It starts with learning average. So uh, I did see an interesting stat from Google Analytics, which I thought was funny. Apparently, sell my home fast, Google searches, up 2,750%. Yes, folks, fear of missing out from the sellers has started. And then finally, folks, I want to talk about folks following me in your buy box. I assume your buy box is like mine. It is very noisy. Like you, I'm seeing more listings. Like you, I'm seeing price drops. Like you, I'm seeing properties go off and come back on, probably because of a cancellation. Do the work. Do the work. So let me know in the notes below what happened this, maybe this month versus last month. What happened this month versus a couple of more? If you are doing the work, I want to congratulate you. If you are out there overthinking and you are convincing yourself, hey, I just should wait, then wait. Buying real estate shouldn't be stressful. Buying real estate when you do the work, you understand average, and you only do great deals is liberating. But if you're nervous or concerned, just wait. It's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. So again, I want you to have a wonderful day. It is Tuesday the 16th. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.